it has been a fantastic seven days for the AFL. Mm. The finals last weekend were as good as anyone can remember. Yep. We saw some absolutely fantastic games. And before we head into week two of the finals, we've had this announcement yesterday, massive broadcast deal for the AFL. And joining us now to explain what it means to the fans is the Herald Sun and Fox Footies, John Ralph. John, good morning. Hello, guys. Well, as Paul Keating used to say, always back self-interest because you know it's trying. <laughs> so uh, down at the little old Herald Sun and, of course, Fox Footy, you had a little bit of a dog in the fight. But it is, a, it is a pretty momentous deal, guys. And I think it's one that has, you know, big implications for Tasmania and grassroots football and uh, concussion payouts. So, yeah, it's, it's a great deal. The AFL are the great deal makers of all time. And Gillam McLaughlin gets to salute us and then uh, leave someone with the hard work, potentially, of actually landing a Tasmanian team. So, uh, Ralphie, if you had to take sort of a couple of major takeaways from the uh, deal that was announced, what would they be? Well, let's let's localise it, guys. So, so for the Brisbane markets, so, so for New South Wales and Queensland, so for the first time there, and a lot of people will say, can I watch the Lions? Can I, of course, um, uh, watch both of those um, teams live and exclusive? They absolutely can. But for the first time, 12 games across uh, all of those uh, New South Wales and Queensland markets, so 12 of those games will be, will be delayed uh, on Channel 7 by two hours. Now, we don't know what the cut-up of those would be. You'd think it's probably more likely to be Brisbane and the Gold Coast. And those games will be in the first eight rounds. And so every one of those uh, games, apart from the grand final, is live on Fox Footy. Um, there are uh, 15 Thursday night games to kick off the season. Fox Footy has live and exclusive Saturdays for the first eight rounds. But again, if you're paying two million bucks, you need to find a way to try and uh, drag people across the KO and Fox Footy. And so, yeah, for the Brisbane fans that would want to see every single game uh, on uh, free to wear, that won't be the case for the first time. But there will only be, I think, you know, three and a maximum of four games in the, those first eight rounds where you would get it on delay of 120 minutes, uh, or potentially you just, um, you know, you, you pay your 25 bucks a month for KO and you get to see it all on 4K and then, you know, in brilliant colour, and you might even see my mug on there sometime or other. Mm. I see uh, uh, KO have had 1.3 million subscribers this year, Ralphie. So people are jumping on board the streaming services now. You don't have to watch it on your TV. You can just watch it on your phone. Yeah, no doubt about that. And look, you know, I mean, I'm always going to shill for Foxtel, but I think what the AFL brand would say or the AFL spin would say is that so many kids these days, they just don't watch free-to-air TV. You know, it, funnily enough, even my young fella, James, you know, I said to him the other day, put the, put the, um, the open on, put the, the tennis on. And he went straight to, to Stan rather mm. than even just watching the free-to-air TV. Now, you know, it, it, the channels can be complicating, but I just think it shows, again, the young kids these days that they want to go to an app, they want to go to their phone, they want to go to an iPad. They just don't sit down necessarily in front of the TV because they're just so used to it. And so the AFL would say that, you know, they're growing that habit and, you know, putting all of those games across. Every AFLW game, all of the awards on Fox as well, you know, it gives you the best of both worlds. Um, and for Channel 7 to have 15, at least 15 uh, Thursday night games, guys, I, I, you know, we love Thursday night footy. It rates its bum off. Um, it seems like it really adds to the weekend. It's not a Sunday night time slot that you think this doesn't fit in. I, I just think that, you know, for, uh, hopefully next year on, but certainly for 2025, there's no night is great. It adds to the weekend. And I just think we'll, we'll, pretty quickly we'll have it every weekend, every week of the year. And, uh, Ralphie, like any auction, uh, to get the best price, you've got to have some competitive tension and uh, some other bidders. Um, Channel 10 and Paramount sort of put together uh, some sort of offer at one stage. Channel 9 seemed to have lobbed a late bid. Any sort of realistic prospect it wasn't going to go back to 7 and uh, Fox, do you think? Well, I think there would have been some shaky moments. So Jake Nile reported that, um, that the Paramount and Channel 10 bid was uh, $6 bucks over 10 years. 
Mm. And so obviously, you know, the AFL was always keen to go with its legacy partners. And I, yeah, so I, I think, you know, the entire purpose of this whole exercise was to drag the rights up by, I would think, you know, getting a stalking horse. Uh, I think they probably were, were reluctant to go against the, the Murdoch Empire, and you can have your own say on that, you know, either way. But I think it was always going to be a prospect of getting the biggest possible uh, offers from Channel 9 and 10, and then going back to 7 and, uh, and Foxtel and, and obviously getting to match that one as well. I'm sure they had to put a few more shekels in. So they call it, you know, cash and contract. So I think mm. it's about $4 billion bucks in, in pure cash, the same proportion as the, as the previous deal. And, and then, obviously, the contrary is advertising. And, you know, you see you know, lots of AFL ads in News Corp papers and they'll try and promote it in the Courier Mail. That's just the way of the business world. But um, I, I think for the Tasmanian people, again, you know, I just think it's so important because the AFL can't start talking about, well, we haven't got the finances. Mm. Now, you know, that, well, look at this alone. It's worth $650 bucks a year over uh, 200 games. That's about three million bucks a game. Now we will have an eleven extra home and away games from a Tasmanian team. So even if you want to just conservatively call it two million bucks a game, now that's twenty million. That's the that's the annual payout that the Tasmanian team will need. They'll have to get their own stadium deal. They'll obviously have to get their own funding uh, in terms of uh, sponsors and forty or sixty million bucks of revenue a year. But you know that's the AFL saying now we can afford this Tasmanian team. And as I wrote in the Sun today in News Corp papers, it'd be bloody-minded and worse for Gil to say, oh, we can't afford it. Sorry, guys. Look, you just got $4.5 billion bucks of dough. Uh, I would think that the Tasmanian team is, you know, is absolutely short price odds. It's prohibitive odds now to, to get going as, as early as um, a vote on, uh, on Brownlow Medal Day. Ralphie, we know you are an AFL journalist and commentator and broadcaster and not a, a media rights specialist, but... I read yesterday, and hopefully you can explain this even in a brief detail, uh, that it's easy to predict football numbers a year in advance. You can tell what audience you're going to have. Is, is that how you heard it as well, and how do they do that? Uh, in terms of why they would pay so much money for the rights? Because they already know. They say, like, TV shows, you don't know how they're going to rate. You already know what the ratings are a year in advance for the football. Uh, spot on, yeah. And so I think that one of the figures was combined that, you know, it used to be an average of 470000 per game. Now, this year it's been 550000 So they know that's going to climb in regards to the population. And so, look, it used to be a loss leader, as in you pay anything you can for, for the TV rights. And then, of course, you, you, you build your other shows around it, your reality and those kind of things. But, you know, so you might put, you know, $150 bucks into Love Island or you might put $150 bucks into, into My Kitchen Rules. And it might rate an average of a million. It might rate an average of 200000 and it's, you know, into the, the 11.30 graveyard slot by the third week. You know, you know what you're getting with footy. You know how it's going to drive your subscriptions. For Channel 7, which are so desperate to get a, um, a streaming um, platform, now they have their own games on streaming. So, you know, all the benefits we just talked about there. And so they can have um, catch-ups, they can have uh, video replays, they can have instant replays, they can have full games as well. And so it, it just provides you, whether you're Channel 7 or the Fox uh, Tell Group, with absolute certainty all the way through to 3031. And it just allows you to run your business, you know, in a really predictable way. I noticed you went to Love Island first as you're free to wear to hear the show there, Ralphie. I think that says something about you. Now, before we go to this weekend's games... Put your Tigers scarf on from last week and tell us about goal reviews. Are you a fan? Are you not? Did they get it right? What are your thoughts? Oh, I think they got it right, you know, only because I saw that uh, and retweeted that um, that fan in the crowd who actually showed us the right angle. Um, uh, look, I think the more you think about it, you know, when the AFL sort of cross-referenced both of those angles and so they made sure that they freeze-framed the, the ball as soon as it went over the goal line and then the secondary angle showed us where the ball was, you know, compared to the post. 
So I think, you know, in, in the fullness of time, you've got your head around realising there probably was a point. I, I'm big on the whole, um, you know, the microchip technology, which, which that sportable company is, is attempting to bring in. We'll see a trial of that. You guys might have seen it in the Super Rugby. It has been trialled and it's been mm. brought in. I think it's great from not only an accuracy point of view, but it's also for, you know, the, the, the enhancement of the, uh, of the broadcast stuff. You know, launch angles, you know, velocities, um, speed, spin rate. That's the kind of stuff that they can have a bit of fun with as well. So, I mean, obviously someone would have to make a dollar out of bringing it in. But um, I just, you know, I, I thought, you know, Danny Daly said it the best on your show on on, uh, on Friday morning. We should have been talking about the majesty of this game. And he certainly was, you know, um, up till 4 a.m. watching it for a second time. But instead we talked about technology. And so it'll never be perfect. It'll never be flawless. But it can be so much better than it, could, than it is right now. Mm. Well, I don't know about you, Paul. I thought it looked out of bounds on the full that Lynch kick. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the view we had. That anyway. was on the view we had. Uh, Ralphie, the actual on-field activity uh, this week, and uh, Lions have got uh, what a couple of ten-goal thumpings to try and reverse. Are they a chance? And will the Woods train continue? Well, I, you know what? I think for Brisbane too, it's almost just make sure you don't just roll it on ambush. You know, so Melbourne are seen to be banged up and they've had four players had scans and they've got fractured fibulas and they've got, you know, damaged voice boxes. We know exactly what Melbourne's been able to do to Brisbane the last couple of times. You know, I thought Brisbane were awesome. I'd like to see them keeping young Darcy Wilmot. Just showed such spirit and passion. And mm. obviously they've got Cam Rayner coming back and Noah Ransworth. You know, I get the feeling they'll definitely play a second Ruckman there. Um, so that's a fascinating game. And then Collingwood, yeah. I mean, Collingwood were, were, the, were the biggest loser out of the first week of the finals, as silly as that sounds, because you know, their, their brand just stood up. They were so impressive. You know, to think of them potentially coming from 17th to knock off Geelong, and that's what could so easily have happened there, you know, it just shows um, you know, that, that everything about what Craig McRae has done has, has been successful. So, so I expect them to beat Fremantle uh, at the MCG. Um, and I would think that, you know, both of Collingwood and Brisbane would be very confident they can still go the hard way home and, and obviously, you know, still get through to a grand final, as we've seen these teams have been able to do in the in the years since that 2016 season, where, of course, we brought in the, the pre-finals by, it freshens those teams up and allows them to win four finals in a row. Ralphie, uh, uh, this time of year, we, we always concentrate on the teams left in, but the teams that have have left the competition, whereas always uh, press releases each and every day, be players delisted or players that will be moving on, and then other players that have re-signed. Now, a couple of big names from Richmond have committed for another year to the football club. Uh, I would love to have to make a decision to, to, to not get $700,000, but only $300,000. It would be a, a supreme sacrifice for me. So that's what's happened for both Trent Cotchin and, uh, and uh, Jack Rewalt. Yeah, both of those guys, of course, triple premiership stars. You know, one of them a, a captain and one of them a double, a dual Coleman medalist. They've both signed on, both for a significant pay cut. Yeah, you know, you have to feel sorry for, you know, not only Gold Coast, but obviously GWS in this case. That looks like they will get pillaged again where the Tigers come off three flags, have a couple of down years and then go and get Tim Taranto and potentially Jacob Hopper, two of their young midfield stars. But the pay cuts to both Rewald and, uh, and Cochin will allow that to happen. So much talk about Gold Coast and they might have a bit of an interest in Trent Cochin. I spoke to Ralph Carr, Trent Koch, uh, sorry, to Dustin Martin, rather. I spoke to, to Dustin's manager, Ralph Carr, yesterday. He said he's going nowhere. He's not retiring. He's going to train every day in his, uh, in his uh, summer sojourn and then he'll be back bigger than ever. So it would seem that Gold Coast wouldn't be securing um, uh, Dustin Martin. Yeah, but for the Tigers, they just reload and they relaunch and they go again. And any closer to uh, getting a sense of where Buddy Franklin may end up, uh, Ralphie? Uh, I think the only thing you would say off the last few weeks is he's probably less likely to go to Brisbane because 
um, you know, he's just not playing great enough football that they would think he's the perfect man for us. Mm. I still think if it's Brisbane, you should just throw everything into Jack Gunston, who's the Hawthorne. I think he played in three of their four premierships. He's a beautiful goal kicker. He he, he doesn't require to be... He's not required to be the big uh, man on campus. So he can play as the third forward. He can throw himself back into defence. So, so, you know, there is still that media report out there from a couple of months back that said he will play for Brisbane. You've got to think whether the smoke... There's, there's got to be a little bit of fire. Um, and, and so, you know, I don't think anyone has any real idea about his clarity rather than him and his manager and his wife, Jacinta. But... If, if I was Brisbane, I'd be saying, so Dan McStay leaves, that's fine. I go and get Jack Gunston, and he's just that perfect addition to that forward line for a couple of years uh, until you can go and, you know, draft another one. Ralphie, always a pleasure to chat to you, uh, albeit a, a mixed morning for you, I suppose. Guaranteed employment till 20 to 31, but unfortunately you've got to take a massive pay cut to cover for these big TV <laughs> ride deals. No, that's the best thing about those small fry guys. And that was the thing with Love Island. I'm a reality TV lover, but not... I spoke to a Channel 10 guy there and he said, we just got the kiss off email. We missed out on the, the, the TV rights, but we've got the A-League, we've got Love Island, we've got all these other sort of dross sort of reality TV shows. So there's always a way to spin any possible amount. Absolutely. <laughs> Good on you, John. We'll chat next week, mate. <laughs> Thanks, guys.